Hey, Nikki. Hey, Shabby. So today we are talking about something that might be a little controversial, mm-hmm. I guess, depending on what your views are on this. Um, so I want to open up with um, kind of like a blunt statement, okay. <laughs> not to put these people out, but they already put their business out, so we're just gonna do it. Um, so, Future has eight baby moms. Nick Cannon has, I think, five right now. I mean, it's always like I something think. different in the news. I think it's five right now for um, Nick Cannon. Um, Clint Eastwood has six baby I moms. Did not know that. I did not know that at all. I was like, what? I didn't even know he had kids. Really? He does. I, I didn't know that. No. <laughs> but he has six baby moms, and then. Kim Kardashian and J-Lo have actually both been married three times. And, I mean, obviously with their public life, you've seen it. They've had many boyfriends in between then, too. Um, So, like I said, that's kind of like a bold uh, statement to put out there. They already put their business out there, so I'm just reinforcing it. It's not news. (laughs) But um, the reason why I bring these up is we're going to tie it into our subject today. Uh, And the subject is, are women desperate for love? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, don't get me wrong. We will have another discussion at some point for men because, obviously, I'm not and you know, people like future off the hook by having a baby mom. Yeah, you're not getting off the hook because <laughs> all the men right but, now are like, yes, let's talk about mm, women. <laughs> no, no, we'll talk about y'all. Don't worry about it. But we're gonna focus on women today. Um, so I think that we just start off by our own. Cause like I said, I think everyone has their own answer, and I, I'm sure it's probably based off of experience and whatnot. But what do you think? Do you think women? Obviously, we can't generalize all women, right. but women. Do you see it's common that they're desperate for love? Yes, I would say I see it a lot. I think that um, so many women don't want to be alone or or just they don't want to be perceived as they're not good enough, which we've talked about before can be a perception that women have on themselves. It's like if I'm not married or I remember you saying Mm -hmm. before that like, well, she's such a great woman. He's such a great man. How come they're not married? And so it gives like, there must be something wrong with you. Right. And that's, that's, that all plays into a part of like, I need to find someone. Yeah, <laughs> I think I agree with you. I feel like in the vast majority of things from what I've experienced, I think women are desperate for love. Um, I think it goes back to like really deep roots, me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really feel like... Um, well, number one, I feel like we're all, like, from the time we're born, we're all desperate for love. When you think of an infant, they want attention. They yeah. want to be held. They need that affection. Um, so I think, you know, wanting to be loved and having a desire for that is okay. But I feel like, and it could, I don't know really where it stems from, but when I think about biblical times where, um, having multiple wives was a much more common, much more accepted practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of times that's where it could have stemmed from is like you you basically are waiting for someone to come pick you. Yeah. <laughs> like you weren't yep. like you weren't going out trying to find love. <laughs> you were waiting for a man to come to your parents' house and say, I will give you whatever for your daughter mm-hmm. to be my wife. Or your dad to even go out and find and somebody find someone for, for you. you. Yeah. So it wasn't like how we have today where we can just meet someone, date, fall in love and get married. Yeah. It was all these arranged marriages and then it was very common for men in multiple cultures. Um to have many wives. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the desperation of, I just need someone to be your covering. That's where your value was found. It was found. And, you know, if I, again, take it to the Bible, if you were an unmarried woman, 
you know, first off, your husband would be your covering, but if you weren't married, then your father would be your covering. Mm -hmm. So typically a woman would still stay in her father's house mm -hmm. until she was married. So she would always have a man over yes. her and, you know, not in a controlling way, but in a way to protect her. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that somehow, in my opinion, cultivated this desperation of being needed and being loved. Because like you said, that's where a lot of times a woman's value is put, mm -hmm. is in a marriage. And I actually just listened to um, a podcast discussion. It was a very short snippet. Um, and they were talking about uh, somewhat to this, this degree of this topic um, of the value of women. And, you know, is it a red flag when women are third? are over 30 and unmarried mm -hmm. and the man who was on the podcast was like unfortunately that's you know something that has been established in society mm -hmm. over decades and centuries that a woman's value increases when she's married he was talking about how his sister was very educated was six figures um a, a young black woman which i mean she had that that's hard you yeah, know harder for her difficult. to be a younger black single woman um and be six figures and he said that even with all those accomplishments she would still always hear about when are you getting married? When are you having kids? And it was not until she got married to where she was validated by other people because of being a wife. And that's just crazy. That is crazy to me. Ridiculous. And that it makes perfect sense. And you have to, you know, again, fight against a huge machine to feel mm -hmm. your own success and your own value. It takes a lot to build that up. Um, and then just the point that you made about if you weren't covered by your husband, you were covered by your father. And to think about how today a lot of people are fatherless. You yes. know what I mean? So that will only increase that desperation. Mm -hmm. They call it daddy issues and a lot of people yeah. make fun of it, but it is extremely traumatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? To grow sure. up without a father in your life and... I also think about being a kid in all the Disney movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every girl they're was rescued by a prince and now they're trying to change the trajectory of it with Elsa yeah. and Elsa never found a man and doesn't right. seem like she's looking for one but Cinderella needed a man mm -hmm. to save her. Aurora needed a man to save her. Snow White, all of them needed yeah. a man and that was the dream that was put into our heads as yeah. little girls. So it it's only crazy. makes sense for us to not feel complete until we get that princess moment we've been saved we've been chosen it's like we oh on a shelf gosh. waiting to be picked off uh, and then when you see somebody get picked off you feel like you're just sitting there waiting like mm -hmm. like when am i gonna get picked when am i gonna get it's picked? like <laughs> so i can relate to this because oh, no. it's been my story <laughs> oh, but it's like when you were like in elementary school and you were in gym <laughs> class and they like had two team captains and they picked their team and you're like, please don't pick me last. Please don't pick me last. And then you'd be the last person and each team member's looking at each other like, I don't want them. I don't oh, want no. them. And I'm like, that's what, and I said that in a laughing way because it's <laughs> happened to me before. <laughs> but it feels like that in adulthood though, when you get older in that situation where like you were saying, it's almost like you're on a shelf and you're seeing all these people get picked mm -hmm. and you're like, dang. Is something wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? Or am you I not meeting the right... And maybe it's not... Am I, am I doing something wrong? But am I not meeting the right people? Am I... Like, yeah. what is it? And you know what? It's really good for us to have this conversation. Now that I'm older, I understand this a little bit more. But because I got so married so young, mm -hmm. when at that time, guys really aren't a problem. Especially when you don't really want to get married or you're mm -hmm. not looking... Guys try and talk to us all the time. We can kind of pick 
the uh, we have our pick of the litter if we just want to have fun and stuff. It changes yeah. when you start talking about marriage. For sure. But because I was so young and I didn't experience a moment where I sat down and said, okay, I'm ready for a husband. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when I did see my single friends and family members struggling to find that love or desperately wanting it, I didn't always understand it because I would look at them like, dude, mm-hmm. I feel like I have a great life. I feel like you have a great life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have things I can do that you can't and vice versa. Right. For sure. I'm like, the grass sure. is greener. I never understood. But now, obviously, I'm looking back and for all of the reasons that we named before, mm-hmm. I can understand why it's seen that way. But I do definitely still believe that the grass is always greener it on is, the other for side. Sure. Yeah, because <laughs> there are pros and cons to both. There's mm-hmm. pros and cons to being to single, both. and there's pros and cons to be in a relationship or to be married. Um, you know, when you're single, you typically have much more freedom to do whatever you want um, versus when you're married. I mean, it's different for everyone, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I guess depending on, I think it just depends on your morals and values. Like, when I think of marriage, I'm like, yeah, you guys get to have sex, though. I don't. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's not my, you know, main goal. But I'm just saying, like, that's one of the things because my morals and values, I don't want to go out and just be having sex True. with whoever. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to it. Um, but I think, and I enjoyed being single. I've been single for a very long time. I don't enjoy being single for so long. But I really enjoyed it because I've been able to do so much that I don't know I would be able to have done if mm-hmm. I was married at a younger age. I mean, obviously, my life would look different. But there's just things that I'm like, would I have been able to do that if I was married? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I appreciate that. I think for me, the biggest is just what's the, the pressures of society. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that... P- I get so frustrated when people think that, and there are people, like we said before, that your worth is literally in being a wife. And not just a wife or a mother. It's usually a wife and a mother. Because, like, it's like you have to you level up. It's like if you're just a mom, like me, I'm just a single mom. It's like, oh, you got a kid, you're a good mom. But, yeah, I mean, like, why aren't you with a man? And then, like, if you're just a wife, and, I, and I'm not using those terms as, as belittling them but if you are only a wife with no children sometimes you constantly hear of are you gonna have kids are you gonna have kids and it's like until you get to that quote-unquote next level you don't get your validation card yeah i just seen a tiktok like that and it was a girl who i believe she's engaged but she was saying all the questions and it's like oh you're single when are you gonna start dating oh you're dating when are you gonna when is he gonna pop the question oh you're engaged when are you gonna get married Oh, you're married. When are you gonna have a kid? And I was like, Or then oh you my have God. a kid. And said, are you gonna have another when kid? Are you gonna have another it's one? Like, are you happy? I have How about kids that? Can and you just ask, ask me if now. someone's happy? Yes. That's and let that. Do be you it. enjoy your life until they tell you I'm looking for <laughs> someone? Yes. Then, but I have three children. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> And people always ask me, are you done? Are you done? Have you... Come on. You can try. You can try for one more. And I and feel like, like, too, that's rude. I really do. I mean, I, I think unless I open up the question and I'm talking or I have a very close-knit relationship. <laughs> it is. If I, have a, if I have a close relationship with you or I've opened up the arena to say, hey, something about kids. Don't ask a person that. This is just me. Mm-hmm. And that reason being is because... You don't know. Maybe they are trying to have kids and you they can't. You never know. Maybe one of, like, maybe the, the wife wants to have kids, but the husband doesn't, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't know what difficulties are going on. Maybe they have gotten pregnant multiple times, but also had miscarriages. You don't know what type of traumas behind that. Yeah. Um, and, and not only that, but, too, just to go 
of the fact that it's rude. It's pressure on people. Maybe they just don't want to have kids and they don't want to have to hear you say, or maybe they just don't want to be married and they don't want to have to hear it constantly because that's not worth what their worth is in. Mm -hmm, But um, again, unfortunately, I feel like from (laughs) centuries and centuries ago, that is what a woman's quote unquote worth is. Yeah, I agree. So what do you think are the effects of like... What are the negative things that take place in a woman's life when she is being desperate to find this love, to find this husband, or just a relationship? Well, I feel like when it turns into desperation, in my opinion, I feel like you start to lower your standards. I feel like you start accepting everything and anything. Mm -hmm. Because, especially as you get older, because Mm -hmm. typically the, (laughs) the pool of men... It's a little bit smaller. You know, they're married. Maybe they're incarcerated. Maybe they're gay. You know, as you get older, you don't have as many single eligible bachelors. Um, So I feel like you begin to um, lower your standards and you start accepting things that you would normally not accept. I know for my, you know, I'll probably speak about a little bit later on in the episode, but I've done that before where Mm -hmm. I've lowered my standards and said, well, you know what? I'm just going to accept this because... I love this person, and I guess this is the best I'm going to get. And I think a lot of women do that. And not only that, but I feel like when you're desperate, and let's say you're in a relationship, I mean, we're talking about like, and I hate to put them out there because I'm not trying to be rude because there's women who do it all over the world, but their life's on (laughs) display, but like the Kim Kardashians and the J-Lo's and the women who are in the limelight who you see they're constantly with a man. They get out of a relationship and the next month they're talking to someone else and it's like, why can't you just be single? Why can't you just sit down and work on yourself? Like if you, in in my opinion, if you cannot enjoy your own company why do you think someone else would enjoy your company Mm -hmm. and two like if you're constantly in relationships that are failing you cannot put all the blame on that person there has to be something that you're you know some sort of toxic trait or something that you're doing um that's causing this as well so maybe you need to sit down and have some self-reflections and Mm say hey you know what am i doing in this Mm -hmm. like am i picking the wrong guys am i just going for the same guy and it's it's not working out Mm -hmm. am i doing something wrong in the relationship maybe i need to fix my attitude or my mindset or things like that but i think the biggest thing is just settling for whatever yeah i agree you compromise a lot Mm -hmm. and you'll see women of god who want to wait until marriage and out of desperation for a man knowing that he won't stick around Mm -hmm. they will let it slide Mm -hmm. and continue to let things that are supposed to be their foundation you know what i mean go and so many other things outside of even if you're not a christian Mm -hmm. you have certain morals you have certain standards women with children the things that you the type of man who you will want to be around your children to raise your children yeah they let that go Mm -hmm. out of desperation for a man or you just don't even you don't even care for that person that much but you don't want to be alone Mm. and i think that when you're constantly in a relationship kind of like what you said you, when you're constantly in a relationship, you don't even get that time to get to know you, no. to build yourself up, to feel yourself, to feel your flaws, to feel the areas that you need to work on, mm-hmm. to just in, figure out what it is that you like. Right. That time is so precious. And 
speaking about using J-Lo and um, Kim as examples, these women are 40 and 50. Yeah. And if you think about their relationship history, it's like, at what age in your adulthood have you ever been able to be alone? What would you even do if you had to be alone? Yeah, I actually listened to a podcast a couple days ago, and they were talking, like, they were basically talking about what are some of the hardest aspects of leaving a relationship. And one of them brought up that um, one of the hardest aspects that they've experienced is being alone. Like, Mm. and and not necessarily as I have alone time for me, but because um, a lot of times when people get into a relationship, they sacrifice everything for that relationship and their whole world is now consumed with that person. And they've they spent every day all day talking to them every day all day in their face seeing them they're always going out with the same person which is okay i mean you're love and you're in love you know and it's okay to to have those close-knit relationships but then when they lose that they have no idea what to do with themselves because they're like i've given all of myself to you all of my time all of my energy all of my everything and what am i gonna do they're yeah they're terrified and i i can get it to an extent if you've given that much of your time and energy to someone and that's why i think it's so important to be able to have your alone time in relationships and to have that space apart in relationships Mm -hmm. so you don't become so codependent on someone that if they're not around anymore your whole life falls apart because for some people your whole life falls apart because you built it around a person instead of building it on a foundation like god or you know Mm -hmm. whatever else that you may believe and it's like now this person is my identity and it's like no they're not your identity yeah. at all like being their wife being their husband being their boyfriend girlfriend is not your identity and yeah. you have to find yourself mm-hmm. but that's that's a scary thing for some people is being yeah. alone you cannot be that codependent like when i think about it it reminds me of like me overcoming constantly seeking validation from people mm. and i'm like me as a human being cannot be validated by another human being you don't have the power to validate me i'm a whole person you know what i mean and only god can validate me i feel like and then um also another um i guess negative impact it can have is i was listening to this podcast that was just talking about how women Typically in relationships have health declines. Ah, I see. Depression. Yes. And men, theirs goes up. They get better health. Their depression goes down. And women, we get the opposite. We get the opposite. Y'all be stressing us out. <laughs> Listen, I was going to say, I've been there. Okay. I know what that's like. And then you, you be in a relationship, with, a relationship with someone, you're like, oh, my God, I am just feeling terrible. Yes. They're living life like, yes. They feel amazing <laughs> every day because they have you in their life. Mm-hmm. And you, on the other hand, not feeling great at all because you're settling for whatever. You know what I mean? So it's and important. And it's facts. To... It's actual facts. or statistics <laughs> yeah. that say statistics. that. I wish I would have, like, really looked into it and got the numbers. I wish I would have gotten but i'll post it to our pretty social page because i thought that was very interesting and it made perfect i can think of so many why the biblical men were living to be 800 years old because they had multiple wives to keep them young (laughs) and the wives was all all stressed out but really if you think about it can you imagine they were probably so stressed out even when we hear stories about two wives you hear about one being all stressed out and sad. It was, oh, that's what I don't, and that's what I was saying earlier is the desperation because, so taking it to the Bible, 
when you hear of Hannah, and I think the other one was like Paniah or something. I might be wrong, but the other wife. I know exactly. Um, but Hannah, she was stressed out because she couldn't have a baby, and the other wife was kind of taunting her, yeah, like I got babies and you don't, and there was stress in that. You talk about Leah and Rachel, and that was a whole mess. Number one, they were sisters, and then Rachel couldn't conceive for a while. Leah could, and she was almost like, but Leah was just as stressed out because mm-hmm. she kept. Like, with every baby she was having, she was like, maybe my husband will love me now. Like, I can't imagine that, that strife that there was. There's multiple stories in the Bible of um, men having multiple women and them having issues. Mm-hmm. It, I, I truly believe polygamy, this is me, I truly, truly believe that polygamy was not designed by God. Um, I mean, when, when we look at the beginning of the Bible, he created Adam and Eve. He didn't create Adam, Eve, and Sarah, whatever. <laughs> he created two people. And I think it was probably the greed of men mm-hmm. and seeing these beautiful women that they just took it upon themselves to make this, create this, I guess, societal expectation that we can have multiple wives. Um, you know, and obviously we can go deeper into that on another conversation, on another mm-hmm. episode. But those probably caused so much. I can't remember who it was. I can't, I'll have to go back and read. But on one of the stories, the one, one wife said to the other wife, like, I bought him for tonight. Oh, yeah. Was it Sarah and Leah? I can't remember, but one of them, because they wanted to conceive a baby. I believe it was. I think it was Leah and Rachel, and I think Leah bought him for the night, quote-unquote, bought him for the night, because I think she wanted to conceive another baby. But I'm like... (laughs) And not only had multiple wives, but multiple concubines, because the concubine didn't have the actual rights as a wife, Mm -hmm. even though they were technically sleeping with the man and having their babies in the household. But it's just like... When you have that many women in a household, when it should just be the woman and the man, there's going to be strife. There's going to be desperation. You Mm -hmm. see your husband with one woman, and you're probably like, dang, he just... Or, oh, my, the one wife bought him from me. Like, I can't even sleep with my husband tonight because he's sleeping with the other wife. Like, I can't imagine what type of mental and emotional stress that is on a woman. So why do you think how we're fighting now? Mm -hmm. We fight for men, or we... Or we find ourselves in situations where we might be talking to someone who has someone else because we're so desperate. It's like it's ingrained in us that get that man no matter what. And mm-hmm. it's like, I wish we could break away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do. And you can see how deeply it stems. And it is heartbreaking to think about how those women must have suffered. Like, <sighs> what? where did they find their joy? Where did they find their peace? You know what I mean? I feel like it was like having kids. Because when you hear those situations, they were like, desperate to have a kid because yeah. you know a kid's going to show you love mm-hmm. that your husband may not be showing you yeah that's amazing it makes me think about abraham and sarah a little bit because it doesn't seem like he looked down on his wife or anything mm-hmm. because she couldn't have a baby but right. i mean they did still end up getting and then they had the whole situation they, with hagar and that was a hot and mess. then sarah was like oh kick them all out i don't even like them no more kick them out and, and now I he got like, a son out here in the wilderness right. because he was so desperate to have a baby you and were desperate. desperate and then you got what you thought you wanted and you didn't want it after in the end yeah Ooh, that's, so a even whole, that story. that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> I'm going to get us some on. merch, and it's going to specifically be from Gabby, and it's going to say, taking it to the Bible. That's going to be... It, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> y'all. No, I'm not sorry. No. I'm not sorry, y'all. I'm not. We need to have a whole biblical episode. <laughs> we do. I think that would be a series for me. Because <laughs> I get so passionate when I talk about it for so many various mm. reasons. But to bring it back... <laughs> um, one of the things I want to mention before we move on to our next point is, like, with being alone... 
um, we have to be careful with that alone time because alone time it it can easily turn to loneliness mm. I know that because I've had that before where I'm like you know I've had spurts in my singleness where I'm I'm alone but I feel great like I'm I'm active I'm working on things I'm I'm just feel okay being alone and I've mm. had times which I can probably honestly say now there are times where I'm like lonely mm. and it's like dang I've been single for a long time I just want to be in a relationship but because of you know various things that have gone on that I'm dealing with um, or trying to heal from I don't allow myself to get there yet but be be cautious of that alone time because if you're, all you're doing is sitting at home thinking about being alone you're going to start to feel lonely yeah. you have to fill up that time with the correct things mm-hmm. um, to combat that loneliness yeah and I and I know that God created us very intricately he didn't mm-hmm. create us to just only be fulfilled by spending time with a man. You know yeah, what I mean? Like there's sure. things you like, yeah. whether it's painting or singing or dancing mm-hmm. or writing or I don't know, being a producer, engineer, something, psychology, there's something that yeah. intrigues you that you can go out and get into that does not equal relationship with the opposite sex. There's other things, there's friends, there's family you can visit. There are things you can do, you there know, are. to fill your time Definitely. and not just feel like you have nothing going on because you're not in a relationship, which right. is a, a big problem a lot of time that like being single is for some reason looked at as negative because we I think that people feel like they have nothing to do if they're not yeah. in a relationship, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, if you're not, do, in my opinion, if you're not doing the work now to figure out who you are to enjoy time being by yourself, um, to work on the things that you want to work on. Um, I feel like a lot of those people bring those issues into marriage. You know, they don't know who they are, and then they get married thinking that they'll find validation in that, and then now they're stuck with someone who's trying to learn who they are, but they don't even know who they are. Mm -hmm. And it's like, work on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, invest in yourself pour into yourself that way you know not to say that we're you know necessarily quote-unquote whole only God can make us whole but you know when you get into that relationship with someone now they can it's it's just a healthier atmosphere I Mm -hmm. believe when you do that um so I guess we could maybe do like a personal story like in your life um have you ever had any moments where you felt like you were desperate for love and if so like how did that kind of show up in your life Mm, uh, yeah, I definitely did have a time where I was desperate for love. And I can't say that I've had many. Okay. Like I said, I was very young. Now, if I was mm-hmm. single and I was 31 like I am now, it may look a lot different. But I, the last time I was single, I was 21. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time to be desperate for love. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you could say the same thing. Yeah. At like 20, 21, you didn't yeah. feel like, you know. Um, but when I had my first daughter... Um, before my marriage, I was desperate to be with her father mm-hmm. simply because she was his father. Yeah, yeah. Um, had a baby together. It was very, very toxic. He mm-hmm. did not want to be with me. Yeah. He wanted to kind of deal with me when he wanted to deal with me. Mm-hmm. I will say he didn't ever play with me and lead me on, but I became That's desperate good. to become who I thought he wanted. Yeah. I even found myself advertising myself to him. Like if mm-hmm. I found out what he liked or anything, I would be like, I do that. I do that. Mm-hmm. I do that. I can be that. I can give you that. Um, you know, it took a toll on my self-esteem because he just was not, 
he just wasn't into me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and so that was a time that I was very desperate and I just didn't care. I was like willing to do whatever I wanted to do, could do. I even almost was this close mm-hmm. to having his name tattooed right here. Praise I God. had an appointment and everything. And he actually started a fight with me on purpose that day because he knew I was going to uh, regret it. He was like, I didn't want you to go through with it. And I didn't because I was like, well, well I'm going to wait. That was good. That was, that was <laughs> I appreciate nice. him for Thank that. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was the time. And eventually I did move on. Like the lights just clicked mm-hmm. on and I was like, you got to do better. Like, yes. this is um, more toxic for your daughter than you moving on mm-hmm. a yourself and finding somebody so that loves you for who you are so, so yeah true. okay what about you um so for me I guess I had um so w- when I was with my son's father in the beginning um because we were together for about five and a half years and in the beginning when things started to kind of go bad in the relationship I would say I was desperate in the beginning um you know same reasons like we have a child together I don't want to you know, co-parents and, and be in different households. I want to be married and raise my kid with, you know, their father. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I was desperate and I put up with a lot of things, but that was actually really short-lived. Mm-hmm. I eventually just got tired of it and was like, forget you, I deserve better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's nothing, I mean, that was, again, 20s, so that was years <laughs> ago. Um, and then I had one more moment where I was very desperate for someone who... Um, I was very in love with, and, um, you know, like I said before, sometimes you just put up with things that you don't need to put up with, or you accept things that you don't need to accept, Mm -hmm. and you do it because of various reasons. Maybe you're desperate for love, or maybe you really love that person. Um, and it took me a long time to get to the point of saying, no, I deserve better. I deserve better. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that takes a lot. Yeah, It takes a lot, especially if you're in love with someone, it takes a lot to say no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You will not do this to me. Mm-hmm. You will not, um, I don't know, disrespect me or play games with me or whatever the situation is that's causing this rift in the relationship. Um, and I'm thankful now that yes. I can sit here and say, <laughs> like, I had the strength to say heck no, I'm out of here. Like, this will not ever happen again. Um, Because there are so many women out of their desperation will stay with someone um, who they're either not in love with, Mm -hmm. who's not in love with them. They put up with all these different issues. And and, and I'm not even just talking about marital. I'm talking about these long-term boyfriend and girlfriends. And I'm like, bro, that's your boyfriend. There is no commitment to him. Mm -hmm. Leave him. Oh, my (laughs) God. Please, leave him. I see it so much more often in in the... um, you know, baby mom, baby dad situation where it's like, I don't care if you have a kid with them. They're toxic. Yeah. Leave them. You're not happy. Yes. Leave them. And I can say that because I've been in it. Mm-hmm. And I and it's not like I'm speaking from, you know, something I haven't experienced. Um, but we have to put ourselves first sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's okay to prioritize ourselves and say, I am not feeling good in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I mean, I do care. I don't want to be single Tom 50. But if that means I'm going to be at peace and not deal with the same issues over and over and over again, then so be it. I will be at peace and I will learn to fill up my time and I will learn to love myself. And that's what I've also learned in this is that I have to love myself. Mm -hmm. I cannot expect a man to give me love. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's nice. I would want that. But 
I need to love myself. So if you walked away from me, I still love myself. If you start stop treating me well, I still love myself. Yes. Too many women are giving up all of themselves for a man. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he treats them wrong or as soon as he walks away, they're so crushed and they hate themselves and they don't. And I know because I've been there too. Mm-hmm. I've been there in a place yeah, where I'm like, he doesn't love me. So now I'm the bad person. I'm so, There's something wrong with me. Now I hate myself and I hate the way I look and I hate the way I am. And it's like... Once I got out of that mindset, it's like, oh my God, the the freaking blinders are off of my eyes now. I can actually see that that was all nothing but the devil just trying to keep me in a place um, and, and thinking that my validation was found in this man's love and it was never in that. It was always in God. Yes, I love that. And it's like hindsight is twenty twenty, and I and that's why I always try to advise younger women you know what I mean? Whenever I get the opportunity, because if I knew then what I know now, you know what I mean? Like we gave human beings so much power. Like I talked about being validated, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted people to like me. I wanted people to, you know, think positive things about me and, and yeah. think I was a good person and think this and think that. But it's like, who cares? It doesn't matter. None of nobody has a heaven no, or a hell not. to put me in. None of y'all can stop um, any of God's blessings for my life. No. It does not matter. You know what I mean? And we put so much power in them. The mm-hmm. fact that, and I've been there too. Yeah. But the fact that we began to hate ourselves yeah. because of what some man mm-hmm. said or did, like. Jesus. You ain't no, you have no authority over me. Nothing like, I'm still God's creation at the end of the day. He didn't make no mistakes and I can't let your short stint in my life change that. Right. You were, you, you were here for a season, you know, obviously, especially for a reason and you're, there you go, (laughs) but I'm on my foundation and that's what we need to do as women. And I think that's one of the ways that we can combat that desperation is we find that foundation and we find that value in us. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know, you know, you mentioned that you were married so young, so you didn't really have to go through as much as maybe a lot of other people. I feel like the older I've become, that it's harder. And maybe it's just me, because mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously Kim Kardashian and J-Lo can find love multiple times. <laughs> but <laughs> Over and over. <laughs> but I, I find it harder to fall in, to, I don't even say to fall in love. I shouldn't say that because I don't allow myself to get to that point. But I think it's it's harder to find love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's harder um, for many reasons. I think, one, you know, like I said earlier, the, the picking is, is smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, too, because there's pressure, sometimes, um, you know, pressures from family, thank God I don't have that, uh, but pressures from society, pressures from friends, um, sometimes that can kind of cause some anxiety in you. Mm. Like, you start to overthink things. Like, you get anxious. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, people keep asking me this. And, like, you start to overthink things. You Mm -hmm. become anxious. Um, I think, too, you become more set in your ways the older you are. Mm -hmm. So you're not as, I don't know, free-flowing as you were when you were in your 20s. And you're like, oh, yeah, you don't have a car? I don't know. (laughs) I didn't say that in my 20s. But I'm just saying, you know, it's probably more acceptable when you're in your 20s. Um, Or, okay you work at mcdonald's because maybe you're going to school like we were so accepting of those things yeah, then like, and now when you it's come cute. to me like this i'm like uh no no yeah no. you gotta have some stuff together i'm yeah. not you know i don't have super crazy ridiculous standards but you gotta have some things together 
So I think that's hard. And I think for for me in particular, you know, talking about how, you know, I've struggled, you know, being, I guess, in a sense, desperate for love, that um, because of some of the trust issues I have now mm-hmm. with men, which that's a whole nother episode, but <laughs> with the trust issues I have now with men, it's really hard for me to want to open, and not even open up, but want to open up to someone. Because I'm like, you're going to play me just like old dude played me. You're yeah. going to strain me along just like the other guy strung me along. You're going to disrespect me or whatever that, that thing is that I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. that I've dealt with in the past. It's like, you're probably going to do the same thing to me. So it's yeah. hard to open up when you've gone through all those experiences and you're like, dang, I got to let someone else in and take another chance on someone else? Mm -hmm. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. I definitely understand that. And like you said, the the pickings are slim. They're married, they're gay, they're locked up, and they're Mm -hmm. killing each other. Literally, like, there's so much going on. And then if you take away all of those men and what we have left, half of them are playing games, emotionally unstable. So it's kind of like the pickings are very slim. They're very slim. But what I will say is I do think they are out there. I think there are plenty of good men out there. I know my husband's out there. He's out there. I did not give up on that. Even though I say I'm not ready, I know he's out there. He's out there. Um, And y'all women don't beat me up for this. But I'm going to say this. (laughs) I think that we get in our own way sometimes and not on some like just being picky like you just mm-hmm. said I don't have crazy stipulations but because of our trust issues oh, for sure. and I'll say yeah. that I'll use you as an example um, both of those situations that you just spoke on you are nowhere near the person that you are yeah. now that you were then yeah. you have so much more wisdom yeah. so much more love for yourself so much un- more understanding yeah. so much more of being able to see through bull yeah. you know what I mean for and sure. I think that if you were to and women in general who have trust issues, trust yourself, yeah. trust your heart, trust your gut, trust your instinct, trust mm-hmm. your faith, trust God yeah. that, oh, he's cute. I like the way he dressed. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a man of God. Let's go out. Let's go on a date. And as soon as you start seeing some weird, funny moving, that's when that's you cut it off know. at the knees. You know what yeah. I mean? But have fun. You're not going to get too crazy attached to that person off I of a date or two. Because I'm cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> So, but be open, you know what yeah, I mean? But because sure. you're so much smarter now because of what you've went through, for sure. I don't think you have to worry about like, dang, is he going to play me now? Of course, you're not going to just jump into whatever. Yeah. That's a part of learning. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you have to worry about getting played anymore because... If you look back on those situations, I'm sure you can look back early, early on and oh, be like, "Oh, you've seen the red oh, flags from the beginning." <laughs> I look back at those situations. I'm like, "Bruh, all the red flags were there, and you literally..." And that goes back to our first episode of red flags. Like sometimes when you're so in love or you so badly want to be in love, you see the red flags, mm-hmm. but you just keep letting them pass. Like, oh, okay, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I can deal with that. Oh, he he'll grow out of that. And it's like, no. If I see that red flag and it's an absolute no for me, is is done it's at this point. But like me. you said, I've learned from it. Yeah. You know, there's things that I've gone through that I'm like never again. And if mm-hmm. anyone even tries even a hint of it is done. It's done. It's done. Because I'm not that desperate like I was before where I really just wanted you to love me. And it's like, no, I love myself now. Yeah. I love myself now enough that if you don't love me, 
I still love exactly. me and I'm good. And ladies, please go back and listen to our Red Flags episode please. because <laughs> I think that it helps to understand and decipher what things are actual red flags and what things are maybe we being a little picky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think about like I had a friend a long, long time ago. I know she wouldn't care about me telling this story, but mm-hmm. she was dating a guy who was single, mm-hmm. but he lived with his baby's mother. And they have multiple children together. Don't do it. Yeah. Hit me when you get your own spot. Right. (laughs) Please don't do it. You know what I mean? Don't fall for any of the lines. That's that's one of the things that you have to use your intellect for. And I've literally watched women, not her, um, but I've literally watched women see the most insane things that a man is doing and Mm -hmm. choose to ignore it. And I'm and I'm just Mm -hmm. like I can't, you know what I mean? I can't make you see something that yeah. you honestly don't want to see. So, yeah, just be careful. Learn how to decipher, like, an actual actual red flag versus yeah. something that, you know, could be worked on. And, you know, that leads us to, you know, talking about what are some ways that women can become more confident in being single. Not mm-hmm. that, you know, I say that to say I don't think it's wrong to desire a relationship. I don't think it's wrong to desire to be single. Some people have desires to be married. Some people desire to never be married. Mm-hmm. Whatever is your preference is your preference. But I do believe even if you desire marriage or if you desire a relationship, you still need to have some sort of season where you're going to be single and being okay with it. So yeah. I think some of the tips, you know, we mentioned about your foundation. Like, what is your foundation? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are is God your foundation? Um, are you just okay with yourself mm-hmm. and you love yourself and you've worked on yourself and it's not in society and all the things that come along with being in a relationship or being loved by a man? Um I think setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Setting boundaries is huge. Yes. Especially in the beginning of a relationship. You're like, these are my yeses and nos. Yeah. You do this and we're just dating. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's an absolute no for me, I'm sorry, it's done. Yeah. You know, and I think once we we start setting these boundaries, like we we begin to respect ourselves. Like we're forcing people. Like you are gonna have to respect me because if you if you want me in in your life, mm-hmm. you're going to abide by this boundary. I think that's healthy in any relationship you're in, friendships, family relationships. You have to have boundaries to protect yourself. Yes. Um, and, and just having the right standards. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes like we talked about, don't lower your standards. You know, I had and I think I've said this story before, um, but. It was years ago, maybe like six, seven years ago. I had made a post on Instagram. Um, it had to, must have been something about either marriage or singleness. And I had a man who I went to high school with. I, I was pretty cool with him. Um, he commented on it like, Gab, you're never going to find a man. Oh, so the post was something to do with sex, like waiting for a marriage um, to have sex. And he was like, Gab, you're never going to have uh, the man that you want if you're not willing to put out, is what his comment was. And I was like, <laughs> And maybe for him, maybe for him that is the standard. Maybe in his own little box of in life. Little box. Yeah, maybe in his <laughs> box of life, like, that is his standard. Maybe he's like, I would never marry someone who I didn't have sex with. I mean, whatever, that might be his standard. But that's not my standard. I actually just seen something today, a post on instagram where a girl was like um oh i can't remember exactly what it was but it was something to the degree of um trying to have a man fall in love with me um not having sex 
something I couldn't do it six months later found a man who fell in love with me without having sex so basically she was saying like i didn't have to you know compromise yes don't compromise have your standards mm-hmm. and say you know if you can't get with this then you're just not for me exactly you know if i'm and and, I, and sex is hard <laughs> sex is hard um and i've been single for so long but that's honestly if i would be completely 100 percent honest I do want to wait. Like, my desire, my heart's desire is when I get into a relationship, I really, truly, even though I've had sex before in the past, I really want to wait until I'm married Mm -hmm. um, to have sex again. In reality, I know how hard that is. And since it's been so long for me, I'm like, God, if I get in a relationship with someone, Lord Jesus, help me because I don't want to fall. Trust me, But I know how hard it is. I got some tips for you. I can help you because (laughs) I walked down the aisle pregnant and I was celibate. Yeah. (laughs) But I walked down the aisle four months pregnant. Another story for another time. (laughs) But I got some don't do's for you to help you out with that. (laughs) But to go back to boundaries, one thing that I've never understood for, and and I speak on this as a Christian woman, Mm -hmm. um, for women who date now mind you side note my husband and i were both practicing celibacy we both fell but yeah. we went back into celibacy you know what i mean we yeah. didn't just be like forget it oh we fell yeah and there wasn't like he he never pressured me i think yeah. i was the one who actually <laughs> but anyway <laughs> scratch Give that the from the record <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> that's what gabby gonna say what she can <laughs> Give me the draw. I've been waiting a long time for this. He could be like, whoa, what did you just turn into? Jezebel, get away from me. (laughs) But um, I never understood women of God who want to save themselves for marriage. And then they get into a relationship with someone who does not want to save themselves for marriage. They may say, okay, I'll wait, but they constantly pressure them. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're going to save yourself, both parties need to understand even if he didn't come into it wanting Mm -hmm. to do that but out of love and respect for you he'll say i will wait and of course he's gonna struggle sometimes but his goal shouldn't be to break you (laughs) jesus my mind god give me my husband (laughs) give it to me now if y'all didn't catch that good (laughs) anyway But yeah, I never understood why you would want to be with someone whose goal is to break you. Because you have to fight really, really hard to... Up, for real like no my mind 30. is bad no my mind is bad it, it's always been bad it will always be bad i'm sorry it's just it's just i'm programmed that way just programmed that let way. me just tie a little joke real quick my sister one time she was talking to her husband about writing music or whatever and she was like oh my god babe i got some fire he was like i know i hit that a thousand times oh. and i'm like sir <laughs> Can you please get your mind out of the gutter? He was like, you ain't think that when she said, no, I didn't. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I probably would have thought that too. I just, my mind is terrible. I don't know. Because who comes out and like, I I've been single for too long. I think that's what did to my brain. Oh my I feel like when Gabby gets married, I'm probably not even going to talk to her, like, her for like three months straight. I'm like, uh, where's Gabby at? Like, 
We don't right. see her on Instagram. Are y'all doing the podcast anymore? Where is she at? You're going to text her and get the automated message back like, Gabby is not going to be responding. Right. <laughs> but yes, oh, it's Lord. very difficult. So you want to have someone who aligns or at least respects your boundaries. Yeah, and of course, definitely. standards is a huge thing too. Yes. Um, I feel like because of our desperation sometimes... Mm-hmm. We don't even consider, like, the very basic things about a human being when we right. meet them. Like, are they a, a good person? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, having like, standards. Oh, we just know each other, and we've been together, and we just are together. And but like, he is rude and disrespectful to people out on the street. Or, you know, like, I I like when my man um, helps another woman out. If she, mm-hmm. if, he, if it's opening a door for her yeah. or she drops something, he picks it up. I would never, I would actually look at him crazy if he watched mm-hmm. somebody struggling and he could have right. helped and he just like walked away. So those are some of the things that I feel like look for good character, look for, for those sure. things and make your list, not a long list, yeah, please, but no. your standards <laughs> and your absolute no. So that's the thing that, you know, to build yeah, from. Definitely. So, um, for you, what do you, what would be like two or three, three benefits you've experienced in singleness. I know it's been a long time. <laughs> it has <laughs> And been it was a short time. time but yeah. you've had it. You've experienced it. You've I've experienced it. it. Yeah. I think that one of the most, um, the one of the biggest benefits that I experienced was before I met my husband. I was celibate be, uh, for about a year before I met him. Um, and that was the first time I've been celibate since I lost my virginity. Yeah. And I really felt like it was the best time yeah. ever and I don't, I don't know how to, okay, sometimes I kind of wish I would have had a little bit more time of celibacy, yeah. you know okay, what I mean, because sense. it helped me grow, and I have um, dated guys who have only been with me because they wanted to have sex, mm-hmm. and then when y'all break up, you just kind of feel empty, you feel like oh, they took sure. a part of you, yeah. and being celibate, I talk to guys still, I never mm-hmm. stopped talking to guys and getting their numbers and going on dates, but when they tried to have sex with me and they couldn't have mm-hmm. sex with me, felt and then good. I saw them leave, empowered, I like, felt extremely empowered yeah. because I was like, so you was going to only entertain me for a few months Just and leave anyway, but yeah. now you're leaving empty-handed. Yep. And that made me feel so good. So that yeah. probably is one of the biggest benefits sure. that I had. Okay. What about you? Um. Oh, gosh. Like I said before earlier, I just feel like I've had the opportunity to experience so many things mm-hmm. that I truly don't think I would have been able to um, do. I feel like I've been able to walk in certain purposes that I don't know if I would have really been able to give my all in if I was married because mm-hmm. you're now... You're, you're kind of pulled away from those things because you have to pour into your husband. You know, mm-hmm. naturally, as a wife, I would hope that your desire is to pour into yeah. your husband. <laughs> so you don't have the opportunities to maybe do some of the other things that you might feel called to do because you have some other priorities on your list. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like I have just learned to love myself. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really love myself. You know, I've been in... What I feel like is toxic relationship from toxic relationship um, for very different reasons, mm-hmm. like very different toxicities, but no matter what, it was still toxic. And, um, you know, when you're in situations like that, it just makes you feel really bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times for me, um, I would just associate those things with, I, I guess I'm a bad person. I guess I'm not good enough. I guess I'm not you know, all these, you know, I I just didn't have my worth anymore. Mm -hmm. And being able to break away from that and to literally just be single and say, I'm not accepting men's numbers. 
I am not even entertaining men. No, I'm not going to go on a date. No, I'm not. Like, I don't. I won't. I won't even read your DM. Like, <laughs> I, I just won't even I don't do that because I don't want to. Because I want to be single so I can heal and I can love myself. And now I'm finally in a place that I haven't been in. I can't even say how long. I don't even know when I was in this place last of just really accepting myself, loving myself, taking care of myself, healing and feeling good. And I'm so thankful for that because I really believe that when I do enter my next relationship, I'm. I'm not going to be dragging all that baggage yeah. that I was dragging for so long. I was dragging yeah. so much baggage for so long. And the last thing I would ever want to do is drag all this trash onto another man and make him quote unquote pay for the things that these other men have put me through when it's not fair to him. Yeah. So I'm able to heal and love myself so he can get a better version of me. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely love that. I actually seen, um, there was like the top five things you should do before going into a relationship or you should know on eHarmony. And apparently they have crazy success rates, oh. but they were saying, uh-oh. <laughs> eHarmony, here I come. <laughs> but they were saying one of the things were that you are one of the reasons why you know you're not ready is if you're looking for someone to complete you. Yeah. Like, you don't need anybody no. to complete you. You don't. You know, we're not speaking this, but if you were to remain single, you're already complete. You're complete. You're already... You're your own whole person. Your own whole person, so you don't need a man or a woman to complete you. Yeah. Um, I'll add one other thing that I felt like was a huge benefit. Mm -hmm. um, I was a mom. I was a new mom when mm -hmm. I was celibate, and I feel like because I wasn't with a man, mm -hmm. I was able to see what type of mom I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. That is the That's time good. where... Yeah, that was the time where I drew way closer to God. I just knew I wanted better for my daughter. Yeah. I used to smoke a lot before mm -hmm. I got pregnant. And then when I, I quit when I got pregnant and I had all of the plans to go back to smoking after I had the baby. But the very first time I smoked, I was filled with so much conviction mm -hmm. after I had my daughter. And I realized everybody didn't have that experience. Yeah, right. But that was my experience. And there was so many other things yeah. that, you know, God was calling me to do and to change. And that's when I literally like fell on my knees and I just asked God to bring me back to him and for sure. to forgive me for everything but I feel like had I been in a relationship mm -hmm. had me and her dad worked out I would have been so wrapped up and consumed <laughs> in that that I wouldn't even been worried about that or thinking yeah. about that probably I would have been just raising my daughter and I'm sure she would have been fine but I was able to see what I really wanted because yeah. I didn't have such this huge distraction for in sure. the way so yeah that's good all right y'all so as always we thank you so much for listening yes, we thank you thank so much you. for your support if you have not subscribed yet uh, make sure you do that now super easy all you have to do is hit subscribe yep. <laughs> and then you get our episodes every Monday also make sure if you have not already to leave a rating and a review um, that can be done either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify uh, it just helps us to grow yes. it pushes us up there on the list of what two million podcasts yeah, so there's a, <laughs> a lot so a rating and review will help us greatly make sure you share yes. share 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 please. share with your co-workers your family your friends Word of mouth Even is the people you don't like maybe they need to hear something we got to say share right. with them bless them like bless you them. need some self-care honey all right y'all thank you so much for listening bye bye